Hey there, thank you so much for coming back for the second episode of the Real Estate Marketing Made Easy podcast. If this is your first episode that you're tuning into, I definitely recommend you go back and check out episode one. But either way, I'm super excited that you have decided to tune in for today's episode because I'm diving in deep into setting a real estate marketing budget. Okay. It's a really, really, really important tool in your overall marketing, branding, financial picture. And it's one that so many real estate professionals ignore, much like I did in the beginning of my career. So today we're going to dive into why it's so important that you set a clear uh, marketing budget for your real estate business. I'm going to show you how to do it. I'm going to talk about my 25% rule. And I'm going to include some extra tips in there for you as well. So buckle up because today is going to be a wonderful, wonderful episode with advice you simply can't afford to miss. Hi, I'm Sarah Leeton. I'm a real estate copywriter and content marketing strategist that is fed up with watching motivated real estate professionals lose their business just because they don't understand how to build a powerful brand that makes a real connection with people or market themselves in this modern tech-driven industry. As a lifelong entrepreneur, I know firsthand how overwhelming it can be to try to learn everything there is to know about branding, marketing, tech, and the rest, while also trying to run your business and take care of your clients the way they deserve. I started the Real Estate Marketing Made Easy podcast to cut through all the crap out there and break down the most innovative and cutting edge techniques that get the clients chasing after you so you can get back to business. So if you've got the motivation to make other people's dreams come true in real estate, I've got the tools to help you do it. And I'm serving them up in every episode of the Modern Real Estate Marketing Made Easy podcast. So get ready to take some notes and let's get to work, my friend. Okay, so if you're anything like most real estate professionals, you didn't even put a proper business plan or, of course, marketing budget into place at the beginning of your career. And I get that. For most of you, this is sort of a whirlwind at the start of your career. And doing something like taking the time to put together a boring business plan doesn't necessarily seem necessary, right? I mean, especially when you get out there and start talking to various people throughout the real estate industry and ask them if they had a business plan, you're more often than not going to hear them respond that they don't. And I know this firsthand because I talk to thousands and thousands of different real estate professionals every single year. And one of the questions that I ask every single one of them at the beginning is whether or not they have a marketing budget in place. Now, this is important for me because it helps me know how I can best serve them within my company. But it's also been really interesting for me to see how few of you actually do take the time to put together a business plan or marketing budget for that matter. Um, and I really want to stress today, and we're going to go into this in just a minute, 
why it's so important that you do have both of these things in place. But before I do that, I want to stress that this is not me coming down on you or anything like that. Sometimes we just don't know what we don't know, right? And as cliche as that is, I think that so many people in various businesses, not just real estate, really don't understand the true value of having an annual business plan, marketing strategy, and corresponding marketing budget in place. So we are going to dive into that, but I don't want you to beat yourself up if you are 10 years into your real estate career and have never done it before. That's all fine and good and dandy as long as you make a point of it today to schedule some time for this week that you're going to correct this problem moving forward and you're going to be better, more intentional and more mindful about how you're operating your real estate business. In other words, are you operating it like a business, right? But like I said, so if there are so many people out there in real estate that are running around without any kind of formal plan in place, but we do see or at least perceive that so many of them successful are successful. Why is it so important? Well, let's talk about that for a minute. Now, I, I could honestly probably talk about that for hours, but I know that you don't come here to sit and listen to me rant and rant for hours at a time. So I'm going to try to keep it uh, as brief for you as I can. But the first one that pops into my head is really inspired by what we've seen this year with uh, the coronavirus. I mean, as COVID-19 ravaged the world, real estate agents responded in one of two ways. Either they panicked and put their head in the sand thinking that they were going to totally run out of money and froze all their spending and marketing budget and everything. Or they recognized that when things like this happen, it is actually in your favor to spend more because the cost of obtaining each individual lead, client, impression, et cetera, actually goes down. So you're actually getting more bang for your buck in times like these. And the real reason that I want to touch on first and foremost as to why you need a marketing budget in place is so that you actually have the ability to take advantage of opportunities like this. There are so many people that I have spoken to throughout 2020 that realized way too late what an incredible marketing period this really is. So many of you have absolutely made your careers in these months, not just because interest rates bottomed out and everybody was desperate to get their hands on a two point whatever percent loan, but because each dollar spent, each piece of content, everything that you did in terms of your marketing was actually going to work that much harder for you this year because of what was going on. So you see in crazy times like this, like how about when we look at the recession of 07, 08 and, and certainly beyond, <laughs> there are so many people, whether they were investors, agents, uh, property managers, you name it, that made their entire wealth or at least the majority of their wealth during that time. Why? Not because they made moves, but because they had the money and the strategy in place for that occasion in order to make those moves and act quickly and act accordingly as things came up. 
So the first reason, again, that I want you to sit down this very week and start building your annual business plan for 2021 along with your corresponding marketing budget is so that as things continue to evolve and change throughout this year to come, you're going to have the funds ready to go to be able to strike when the iron is hot. Okay. Now, the next thing that I want to touch on in terms of a reason as to why it's so important for you to have a marketing budget in place is so that you can measure your ROI. I feel like so many people in the real estate industry are either not measuring ROI or kind of spitballing and guessing at it. You know, it, it's pretty common practice these days for you guys to invest, say, in a CRM and then never take the time to measure exactly what difference that CRM makes in your business. Or let's say you decide to spend $100 on a Facebook ad. What does that Facebook ad generate for you? Is it just impressions? Are they leads? If those leads convert, how long does it take them to convert? How much more money and time and content are you having to deliver to these people before they do convert? Why is that? And when they do convert, what is the value of that conversion? If you're a real estate agent, you know, is that conversion a $3,000 commission? And what other expenses really do you need to be taking out of that? It's important that you are being really specific and really detailed in monitoring your ROI. Why? Well, duh, because we want to know at all times not just where our money is going, but how hard is it working for us? It's not just enough in this day and age in this business that is so damn cutthroat to say, oh, you know, I threw some money at it and then oh, some money came back later. Well, how much later and how much of it did come back? Just because something works does not mean it's the best possible way. Just because something worked once before does not mean it is the best possible way to achieve the desired result or goal for the time, money, energy, resources spent, right? Like that's how we know, yes, did door knocking kind of hit the top of the list in terms of marketing back in the 80s and 90s? Absolutely. It was one of the best possible ways for you to get your name out there and build your book of business. Well, what the hell happened in COVID? All of these agents that are still practicing these outdated techniques that were once the best way, but no longer are, they were left scrambling in this pandemic trying to figure out, well, now what am I supposed to do? And for those of you that already had your digital marketing strategies in place, you got to experience firsthand how you were able to decimate the competition that was still in the dark ages of marketing, thinking that they still could outpace everyone with those outdated methods. So I always want to encourage you to take a step back before you spend any time or money or resources of any kind on anything in terms of your marketing and branding and ask yourself, not just if it's going to work, but is it really the best possible way? And in some cases, measuring the ROI on each of your marketing efforts is going to be the most honest way for you to collect that information. 
and to optimize each penny that you spend moving forward so that you can continue to become more and more and more profitable, not just bringing in revenue and spending it and bringing it in and spending it. It's about generating that profit margin. Okay. So the next reason that I want to discuss with you is the ugly surprises, right? Now, without a marketing plan and corresponding budget, it's pretty hard to know how much you should expect to spend on various products and services that you're going to need for each campaign throughout the year, right? And when I say campaign, I mean, if you are a lender with an incredible new program and you want to get the word out there, you might throw together a marketing campaign for that loan program. If you're a property manager that's deciding to run a move-in special, you are going to launch a campaign for that move-in special, okay? So this is what I mean when I'm talking about a campaign. You should be planning each of your marketing campaigns out in advance for the year and then breaking things down even further to figure out what your budget is going to need to be for each of the tools, services, etc. to make that campaign successful. Now, I know that many of you don't take the time to find out what it's going to cost you to have various different types of marketing campaigns, uh, branding materials, all of that put together for you. And most of the time, I really, really don't think that you need to be doing it for yourself. You are not a marketing expert. You're not a branding expert. You're not a graphic designer. You're not a copywriter. You're not, you're none of these things. There are people that specialize in nothing but each of those things. And they are the best possible people to be handling each of these individual tasks, not you. If you're a property manager, it's your job to be a property manager. If you're a real estate agent, it's your job to be a real estate agent. It's not your job to be spending hours upon hours trying to figure out how to use Canva to create a Facebook cover or something like that, right? It's just not in your best interest, in the best interest of your brand or the best interest of the clients that you're hoping to provide the best possible customer service to. That being said, you need to have a clear and realistic picture of what it is going to cost you to produce all of the content and various different marketing tools and services. So for example, you know, let's say that this is the year that you decide, hey, I'm going to get serious about my website. I want to start making it perform and not just show up in Google, but I actually want it to attract my ideal client and then convert them as well. And I want to start increasing the equity and the value in that domain and in that website so that, hey, when I retire, I can turn around and sell it hopefully for six, maybe even seven figures and take that nice little chunk of change for my retirement. So this is the year that I'm going to get serious about my website and I'm going to go out and find the best possible people for the website. Well, if you weren't paying attention or hadn't done any research to find out what it's going to cost you to produce a truly professional website, you might be pretty damn shocked to find out that it's going to cost you thousands, if not tens of thousands of dollars to do that. And that's why it's so important that you have these marketing 
budgets in place for each campaign or each marketing goal that you want to hit for the year so that as you have revenue coming in, you know that you can say, okay, well, I want to set this much aside for this goal and this much aside for this goal and this much aside for this goal so that every time revenue comes in, you don't just go out and spend it willy nilly without ever making real progress towards the goals that you've set for yourself. Okay. So the whole ugly surprises thing of, you know, saying, you know, and I deal with this on a regular basis because my services, quite frankly, they don't come rock bottom cheap because you get what you pay for. So, you know, if somebody wanted, say, as a real estate agent, all of the content that they would need for their individual agent's website, as well as like an annual blogging package, yeah, you're looking at about 10 grand. So I don't want you to have that nasty sticker shock feeling of like, oh shit, like I'm never going to be able to do this. I can't afford something like that because then what happens is you get rid of that goal altogether. You become defeatist and pessimistic when in reality, things like this, although yes, is $10,000 real money? Absolutely. If it brings you one $300,000 change prop, you know, sale, does it pay for itself in that one transaction? Absolutely. But you're never going to get there unless you sit down with yourself and have a realistic point of view about what it costs to do business in this business. Okay. Now, the next reason that I want to talk to you about is the elimination of waste and overspending. I am sickened by how much money is wasted in this industry on bullshit tactics, bullshit gimmicks, or just things that you don't follow through with. We're all guilty of thinking that something is going to be the thing that's going to take our business to the next level and we throw some money at it and hope for the best. Well, most of the time, as you know, that doesn't really work out for the best. You know, there is no quick solution. There is no overnight solution to being successful in this business. And along the way, if we're not really careful, it's a little too easy, unfortunately, in the real estate industry to start throwing a whole bunch of money in a whole bunch of different directions and never realizing whether that money is ever coming back to us or if so, how much of it and all of that. And I don't want to see you pissing away your hard earned money. So what is important is not just to establish this business plan and marketing budget, but to actually go back and reflect on it three months, six months, a year from now to see like, hey, how is this really performing for me? Where am I wasting money? What activities or campaigns, etc., are not really producing the results that I hoped they would. So that then next year, when it comes time for you to modify the plan and set aside a new business plan for 2022, along with that marketing budget, you'll be able to better optimize not just the campaigns, but the spending on each of them, because you'll understand how they performed. 
And now the last reason that I want to talk to you about in terms of why it's so important for you to establish a marketing budget, uh, I'm actually going to be really, really transparent with you and share a little story from earlier in the year. Back in the spring, I had a client come to me uh, with a hard budget in place for his project. What he wanted to do was start franchising his real estate brokerage, um, actually internationally. Super, super awesome guy, super motivated. And I, I really, really loved his energy from the get, right? Um, so what he wanted to do was create a branded version of the agent's 40-hour post-licensing course so that every single agent that came into his brokerage didn't just get the standard training, but they got it delivered to them in his way, in the voice that he wanted, in the manner that he wanted. And what that does for him is help all of the agents and the service and everything be more consistent. That's more powerful for his overall brand, growth, agent loyalty, everything. So it, what a beautiful project, right? And I was super excited to get started. But when I gave him a quote, it was $3,000 above what he had set aside for a budget. Now, because he came to me with a absolute hard budget for this particular project, what I was able to do at that point was to open negotiations with him on how we might be able to tweak or alter certain aspects of the project in order to fit within that budget that he had set. Now, that never, ever, ever would have happened if he didn't have that budget set aside from the get at the beginning of the year, which was corresponding to his business plan, right? So that is a little bit of transparency on my part. Um, not that I'm particularly in the habit of negotiating my rates, but if you did want to negotiate either with myself or with any other service providers and you had a hard budget in place and the goals, uh, uh, you know, as well that match what that budget is set inside to achieve, you'll be that much more powerful in your negotiations to hopefully maybe save yourself a little bit of money in the production and uh, the achievement of each one of those goals. Now, before we get into what I like to call the 25% rule of real estate uh, marketing budgets, I want to take a moment to talk to you about a really, really special tool that I developed this past year called the Intentional Real Estate Agents Guided Journal and Workbook. This guided journal, I call it that because it is part book, but it's also part journal prompts. Okay. So the whole point of this guided journal is to help you as a real estate agent become, like the title suggests, more intentional in your real estate business. Now, the majority of people that get a real estate license will ultimately either give it up or go bankrupt, which breaks my freaking heart. It seriously does. I 
decided to specialize in creating content for the real estate industry because I know there's so many of you out there that are truly good people that got into the business for all the right reasons and are just getting your ass is handed to you by the way that the real estate industry has been structured to suck all of your money out of you and leave you high and dry. So I designed this journal to eliminate all of those traps and empower you to be more deliberate, strategic, effective, productive, and ultimately more successful as a real estate agent. In each section of the journal, you're going to start by learning about topics like branding and marketing, followed by a series of journal prompts designed to help you implement the lessons of each chapter to your business and do it in a practical, easy way. So by the end of your journey with the Intentional Agents Journal, you're finally going to have all the tools and knowledge that you need in order to launch the most prolific real estate career in your market and leave behind a legacy worth respecting. You can get your copy of The Intentional Agent either on Amazon or by going to thebestrealestateshop.com. So before I go any further, I also want to offer you as a listener a special discount on this journal. If you do decide to purchase the digital version from thebestrealestateshop.com, simply enter code REVOLUTION at checkout as a listener, and you will get 35% off of your order of the journal and anything else that you find in the shop to help you build a more powerful and profitable brand in real estate. Okay. But enough is enough with all of that. Let's keep going with our discussion about establishing a real estate marketing budget and the 25% rule. Now, your real estate marketing budget should act as a roadmap for all of your marketing efforts. However, if you are like most of my clients, you're probably wondering what that budget should even be to begin with. And that's where this 25% rule comes in. The 25% rule states that you should allocate a minimum of 25% of the revenue that you hope to make towards your marketing efforts. Okay. So that's why when you are watching shows like say selling sunset on Netflix and you're seeing these mega uber rich successful agents that are making millions and millions and millions of dollars. If you pay attention closely, what they tell you is that they're also spending hundreds of thousands. That's right. Hundreds of thousands of dollars on their marketing each year. They're not establishing this level of success without spending any money or putting in any strategic marketing efforts. Okay. So if you want to make $250,000 in 2021, 25% of $250,000 is what you need to be prepared to pay in marketing. But I'm not just saying that I want you to just spend money for the sake of spending money, just because you spend 25% of what you hope to make doesn't mean that you're actually going to hit that revenue goal. You need to be really strategic in how you allocate your marketing budget. And let's talk about that for a minute. There are four main areas in which you're going to be allocating your marketing funds. Okay. There's tools, 
services, staff, and advertising fees. The tools is going to basically encompass everything from software to computers, your cell phone, tech equipment, like say a microphone for a podcast, anything like that, that you're going to need um, even right down to your CRM in order to carry out your marketing strategy. Services would encompass everything like graphic designers, uh, someone to put together the intro outro of your podcast or YouTube channel, uh, content writing from someone like me, all of those various different, um, basically freelance type services that you're going to need for each of your campaigns. Okay. Next is staff hours. So I know many of you uh, aim to start bringing on staff to help you and maybe have not been able to do that just yet. But if you do hope to either bring on your first staff member, even if it's just part-time or just a virtual assistant, or even if you're looking to scale, maybe add that second assistant or third or fifth staff member, you need to be planning ahead to do that. You need to be making sure that you say, okay, when revenue comes in, I need to send you know X percent of this revenue towards that goal so that you can continue to propel yourself forward and not just spend mindlessly and then wake up in a year and wonder why and how you still haven't gotten to where you think you deserve to be based on your skill set and experience. And then finally is the advertising fees. So if you are doing classifieds, God forbid, newspaper ads, I hope that you're not listening to this and also doing that. Um, but probably more commonly would be something like Facebook ads. You know, you need to be setting aside a budget for all of that. Now, if you're an agent or a property manager, um, remember, you know, every single property that you get, you're probably going to be promoting and, and running ads with. And so you need to think about that. If this is the year that you want to hit, you know, 50 listings, well, how much are you planning to spend on each listing? You know? Think about each one of these aspects of your business and plan ahead accordingly so that you aren't constantly feeling burdened by digging more and more money out of your pocket, but that you already knew you were going to dig that money out of your pocket and you're measuring the performance of each one of those dollars so that next year you can spend them even better. Now, as I mentioned a little while ago, I have designed this guided journal for real estate agents in particular to become more mindful. And if you have not already put together a business plan or feeling lost at the idea of putting together a business plan, a marketing budget and all of this stuff, don't fret because that is exactly what that guided journal was designed to do. So again, if you are interested in making 2021 the most intentional, most successful, most measurable year of your career to date, go ahead and head over to Amazon or bestrealestateshop.com and grab your copy. Or of course, you can certainly go online. There's tons of free templates out there as well that you can use. I don't care how you do this. I just want to see you do it at all. So if you do nothing else today, I'm serious. If you do nothing else at all, 
sit down, look at your calendar. If today's too swamped, fine, but make an appointment with yourself. One that is unbreakable, one that you promise and vow to keep as though it's your most important client ever and get started and actually finish this plan. I want you to go into next week with a completed plan ready to go for 2021. Okay. And I'd even love to see and hear from you about your plans. What are your goals? Please, please, please catch up with me on Facebook, Insta, LinkedIn, wherever we're already connected. If we're not, hey, I don't know what you're waiting for. You can certainly find me real easy peasy, uh, best real estate writer on Facebook and Instagram and Sarah Layton for sure on LinkedIn as well. I would love to hear about what goals you're setting, what kind of marketing budget. And hey, if you're having some struggles along the way, I'd love to have you reach out so I can help you with that too. Of course, I've got links for everything for you right in the show notes. And I can't wait to catch up with you next week and give you more actionable advice and tips to help you reach new heights in your real estate career. Thanks for joining me and I'll see you next week. Even though we don't know each other that well, I do know that one thing you and I share is our burning passion and desire to help people. So I hope you'll help me continue to spread these messages tools and information that help to lift the veil on how complex or tricky it is to build a powerful real estate brand or market ourselves by leaving a five-star review of today's episode. And hey, if you know someone that could benefit from today's message, I hope you'll share it with them too. I hope that today is a wonderful day for you. But even if it's not, remember, you did do something right by tuning in and being a responsible business owner that shows up. And cheers to you for that.